Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. In the next few days, Pete Alonzo will be in Metcamp, and he will be peppered with questions about a contract extension. And I love Pete, but Pete is very, very, very awkward <laughs> at answering those questions. Right. He's not very uh, verbose. He doesn't like to answer those questions. He doesn't really offer you anything, and I understand. So, What's he going to say? Talk to my agent? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, no comment. Like, what's he gonna say? <laughs> I think he's gonna give something that you're gonna say. Oh, he doesn't really mean it. I think he's gonna say, "Look, I've always said I love being a Met. I love being a Met. I hope it works out." Which is code for pay me, <laughs> pay me. What were you listening to? Or someone said they're just saying that. Pay oh me. yes, Ladarius <laughs> Sneed was saying oh, to Sneed. Kay Adams. Kay asked him, hey, what would you like to say to Brett Veach, the general manager of the Chiefs? He's built this dynasty. And Sneed's like, what I would like to say to him? Pay me! <laughs> Pay me money! And he said it over and over again. <laughs> right. It actually made me think of Pete, because that's what Pete's probably saying to the man in Milwaukee. Right. Like, don't give me high how are yous. Don't give me how was my winter. Just pay me the money. The man from Milwaukee. Jerry Maguire. That's right. Show me the Show money. Show me the money. And I'm with him. Show him the money. Because if you don't, and I'm not just accepting, well, it's not going to happen, Evan, so give up. It's not going to happen, give up. Like, if we did that, we wouldn't have America right now. If we just said, well, it's not going to happen, we wouldn't exist. Well, England's just going to keep taxing us. There's nothing you can do about it. And we just shut up and said, well, there's nothing we could do. England's taxing us. We wouldn't have America. Now, yeah. I am not trying to compare. Oh, come on. You know it was deeper than that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was deeper than that. You know the mob was involved back then. Even back then. What What? What, what are you What are we getting? about now? the Boston Tea Party? I'm talking about everything. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the revolution. Yeah, the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. They, were, they, they got rid of the tax. Yeah. And so tea was cheap. Okay. And so the tea that was coming in, they were making lots of money. <laughs> All right, whatever. From England got cheaper until it got into the harbor. I'm just making a simple point that I will no longer sit there and accept that Pete Alonzo's not being extended because the man from Milwaukee right. told us so. The revolution was about money. No uh, taxation without? Representation. There we go. Yeah, I think we all know that. Thank you. No, they got rid of the tax. That was right. it. Exactly. They made English tea cheaper. Because they, they weren't represented the harbor. Here. Yeah. <laughs> We're really going to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Not everybody knows that. <laughs> Dino is in South Plainfield. How are you, Dino? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, so, Evan, I agree with you 100%. Uh, as a Mets fan, I've gone through all this for 30-plus years. And I think <laughs> Cohen is teetering on being a fraud. Mm. I mean, I know he went for Verlander. I know he did all that money, but, fighting but words, you know what? Dino. Just, yeah, because, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. So I, as far going back to even Judge, we all know Judge is not going to come to the Mets going to Yankees, but he never made an offer. For right. whatever reasons are out there, he didn't do it, made a deal with Steinbrenner, whatever it is, didn't make an offer. He didn't make an offer with Otani, whatever you want to say, he didn't contact us, that's nonsense. He didn't go over the 320 for Yamamoto when he could have went easily. And now you're telling me that he doesn't know the number that Boris wants for Alonzo? That's nonsense. He just doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you this. I, I don't know if I'm ready to call him a fraud, but every little thing that happens certainly adds to it. I'm going to be very honest with you on February 15th, and there's no way this opinion is changing. If they don't re-sign Pete Alonzo in free agency next year, it is completely unacceptable. Mm. And I don't want to hear about how much money he got elsewhere. If you are a billionaire owner and you are the quote-unquote God we were promised, then money doesn't matter. And anyone who's going to defend him, you're just a sycophant. i got to be honest with you. Then you're just a sycophant, and then you don't even believe half the stuff you've said. 
Because we all believe that Steve Cohen came here to save us. Yeah. And he has spent an awful lot of money, and I appreciate that. What if it results in a championship? Well, I'll be ha- I mean, obviously, that's my first and foremost, but I don't think that makes the road easier. No, it definitely Losing doesn't. Losing Pete Alonso makes it more complicated. Absolutely, it does. So then if you agree with that, there's no amount of money. That's the whole money thing. Well, what if, what if the Padres offer him $400 million? Well, then you know what? No, they're not. You put yourself <laughs> in that situation, yeah. pay 401. That's my answer. And I said the same thing about Aaron Judge. If you're a big market team, if you're going to play with the big boys, then you don't let anyone outbid you. And that's the risk of free agency because you're allowing the possibility of one owner and one general manager making the quote-unquote stupid offer. And I'm telling you right now, and you could say I'm dumb, I'm being emotional, you could use whatever word you want, but I'm telling you right now, there's no reason, and I will not accept being outbid on Pete Alonso versus anybody. Don't break down his OPS. Don't bore me with that. It's irrelevant. He's supposed to be Steve Cohen. Right. Let me... I think the other thing, because you keep saying this, some other team is going to grossly overpay. What do you think that the league outside of New York perception is of Pete Alonso? I think it's that he's a very good slugger and doesn't do anything else all that well. Are you going to overpay for that? All you need is one, dude. All you need is one. Hmm. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but all you need is one. All I, you need is one I, on I didn't think about it until just now. Somebody's going to overpay. But what if they don't? What it well, then? Then the Mets won the then the Mets won the standoff. Yeah. Congratulations, you saved a few dollars. And, that makes me happy. Honestly, you lowered my ticket prices. Like what the hell does that matter? I, He's well, Steve Cohen. But I think great, you saved money. I I'm happy for you. That's what David Stearns is is trying to evaluate. Like wh- where are we? Like how he doesn't know this Met organization. Maybe he watched it from afar, but he doesn't know this Met organization. He's digging through the weeds right now and trying to figure out you know which roots are too stuck deep and which ones I can you know plant beautiful flowers in. These beds. So I think right now that that David Stearns is just evaluating and he's taking a risk, but it's a calculated one because as much as we around here might love Pete Alonso, I don't know if that's necessarily the case everywhere else. But that's a risk. It is a risk. Is that risk worth it? I I mean, no, it's not. If I'll it, help if you it, out. It's if not. It puts you in a better financial position to to ultimately make another deal, whatever that deal may be. It's too, it's, I don't have the foresight to think of it. But I, I think you owe it to let him do that. What's right? What's worse, overpaying Pete Alonso now or losing him to the Angels next year because they decided to be stupid? What's worse? Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's my point. It's a very, very simple yeah. point. That's it. No, I don't want right. to take and, that and, risk. And you're right. I just don't think that – I don't know. I, I, I think that David Stearns has to do this his way. And if I'm David Stearns, I'm not letting anybody, especially Scott Boris, talk me out of doing it my way. Tom is in Beth Page. How you doing, Tom? Hey, guys. How's it going? I got uh, two points on this. Point one, um, and you guys are talking about um, with Pete Alonzo, if he bats 219, mm-hmm. to say he has no protection in the lineup is an excuse because the great hitter overcomes that. Well, I... Okay. I'm not saying he's an all-time great player. I'm giving you an answer on why I what helped contribute to him having a low batting average season. I also think what contributed to his low batting average season, and Tom, this is going to sound like an excuse, but I'm just being honest, is that he pushed his way back very quickly from that injury when Charlie Morton hit him, and I think he struggled. And that, he's a big that, part of why they collapsed, too, that, by the way. That I'll give you. Okay. Because I felt like he came back way too soon. Okay. But I'm not telling you he's the best player in baseball, Tom. I'm saying that I want him on my team, and I'm willing to overpay him now more so than risk losing him in free agency. That that, that leads me to point two. If he's not the best player in baseball, which we all know he isn't, then why can't I give you two scenarios where we meet in the middle? Scenario Hmm. one, you slap the C on his chest, make him the captain, and resign him. Great. Scenario two... You spend money in free agency, and the people come up from the prospects and the money. Why? Why does it have to be so definitive one way or the other? I mean, you're saying we can't win in 2025 and 2026 without Pete Alonso, and that. we never want a playoff series with him. I didn't say that. I said it's tougher to. Don't you agree that taking away a guy who plays 150 games every single season and is a mortal locked at 40 to 45 home runs, maybe more, that that makes it more difficult to build a winning team? It's more difficult. That's not it. if you not 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 if you have an owner that's going to spend the same amount of money with or without Alonso. If the owner with all the money, if the owner has so much freaking money, resign him then. Well, I think what Tom is saying is that there are other 
their other options. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Why not both? Like, why are we accepting this? I don't understand Met fans. Like, all of a sudden, it, it, it was, he's our okay, hero. He's our messiah. Spent, he spends all this money. Now we're talking about, well, Pete's not worth on. it. Go sign someone else. Sign both on. of them. They spent almost a billion dollars last year. I'm aware. A billion. Okay. I mean, and look what it got them. On short-term deals on aging pitchers. I'm talking about a 29-year-old slugger in the prime of his career. Don't you think it's a little different? Of course it is. But I'm just saying, with the competitive balance tax, with the with the lack of production and uh, success a year ago after grossly exceeding the cap and paying a record penalty, it, it it's Steve Cohen, Steve Cohen's money. I know we want to count it for him, but like as a businessman, that's just not smart. What's not smart? To signing, keep, to re-signing keep, a guy who's 50 home runs no, here is now all to, of a sudden not smart? How's to, that? To not have a full accounting of what it's going to mean going forward. And so... I I think he hired David Stearns primarily for that reason because he's kind of he was flippantly spending money. Yeah. And I mean, it won him 101 games. No, 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 but, but, but did, hold on. It, it, it didn't yeah, it, it, it didn't I get it didn't work. It didn't work and you kind of you knew it wasn't going to work you as know soon as injuries started to creep in for these old players and this this philosophy that we can we can bully our way to the is top Pete, but is Pete, work. is Pete an old player who has an injury history? No, of course so, not. So then what what does that have to do with the mistakes they made on Verlander and Scherzer? And let me tell you something Resetting else. Resetting their pocketbooks. Oh, re, well, don't reset it on the uh, because of Pete Alonso. Don't reset it because of him. Look, I'm not saying this is fair. I'm not saying I'm anti Pete Alonso because that's what you're making it sound like. I'm just I'm presenting the rational side, and if I'm David Stearns, that's what I was hired to do. I get you. So let me be rational about it. I Don't force me to sign a guy that Scott Boris is trying him. to throw three hundred million dollars down my neck, and it's not worth it. I'm telling you, it's smarter to do it now. And here's the other thing. And Yankee fans, not for you, the number. It's we it. don't know what the number is. Uh, we, we is is two fifty too much? I threw a number out there. I was specific. Seven years, two fifty. That's thirty five million a year. It's more than Freddie Freeman. It's more than Matt Olson. And then maybe a lot of people listening. Oh, Pete doesn't deserve it. He at two seventeen. I'm giving you the number. Is that too much? Thirty million a year? No, it's not too much. Well, it's thirty five million a year. Uh, well, then maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what pushed him too far. See, I'm, I'm being. I'm just being. I'm just thinking financially. So, okay, I'm thinking financially too. And Yankee fans, please relate to me on this. I think you can. Sometimes it's annoyed me over the years with the New York Yankees, and I say this from afar because I respect that you've had ownership that spends. It annoyed me how you couldn't wait to pay the other person but not yourself. And that always bothered me. It bothered me that you couldn't wait sometimes to pay that girl but not your girl. And so when I see Carlos Correa, who is so vastly overrated, (laughs) so insanely overrated, get handed to him by talking to Scott Boris on a cocktail, a 12-year, $300-plus million contract. And we all celebrated it because it was like, hey, we got our owner. This is our guy. He don't give a crap. He's going to spend. When you offer that 
and we all know he's vastly overrated. Do not fight me on this. We all know it. You couldn't uh, wait to yeah. sign him, but now we're nickel and diming our guy? Oh. I got a problem with that, and you all should have had the same no. problem when the Yankees have done that over the years, too. This is the first time I think your back should hurt from reaching, Evan. That's not a reach. Here's here's the difference. That's I'm gonna reality. Throw, I'm going to throw it right back at you with what you've told us all about the Yankees this year with Soto. By the time you were doing that, you were, in essence, in a two-year window with Alonzo before his contract was up, and that was trying to put the best team around them in that spot. Also, you were throwing $300 million. I agree the guy's all overrated, but guess what? A guy who is a serious October competitor with a championship pedigree, something, look around, that your team was lacking. That's the difference. Alonzo is not that. No, no, I, I get that, but they were so willing to pay of a course, guy. Because he's a champion, I, and they were trying I to cash in on the two years they had with Alonzo. By giving a 12-year, $300-plus-million-dollar contract sometimes to you, a player who's not even that good? Sometimes you got to overpay and length and all of that. Okay, sure. I'd rather but, overpay. He is, good. Don't all, say he's not even he is good, and you always overpay in free agency. Always. No, you over. You know what you do? See, that's the problem. You just hit on it. You always overpay in free agency. You always overpay in free agency. I'd rather keep my guys. That's a priority. My priority be I want to pay the guys that have already done something for me. Let me explain to you why. Your guys because have when, been losers. Hold on, and, because, and that's Pete's fault, right? Is that Pete's fault? I hate that argument. I hate that argument. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out on this. Has it been part of the solution? Hold on, I'm gonna help you out on this. I ripped Odell Beckham Jr. yesterday. I never ripped him for being the reason the Giants didn't win. And when Giant fans would say, we don't need Odell, we haven't won with him, or we don't need Saquon, we haven't won with him, you know full well as a diehard fan, both of you do, that's a lazy, dumb argument. Dude, so you, if you're going to waste no. our time and say, well, they haven't won with Pete, who cares? Did they not win because of him? You just spent 20 minutes saying, who protected Pete? Why was he hitting 217? He clearly was not good enough to overcome not having the protection. So, yeah. So maybe they get rid of him. Maybe they didn't win because Pete wasn't a good enough superstar. Maybe the Mets realized that. That maybe Pete is simply a number two. If Aaron Judge was on this team and not Pete Alonso, (laughs) and it was a healthy Aaron Judge. They're a better team. Are they in the playoffs? Are they winning a championship? No, they're not. You're, I mean, last year specifically, maybe not. Well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. No, but over the but we're talking about paying a guy for seven years and what you envision. If you're paying him and he's going to be your highest paid player and your prime star, he has not shown enough on overcoming deficiencies. You know what? Pete Alonso showed me that Aaron Judge hasn't. I hate to make this an argument because obviously, plays. yeah, yeah. Well, that matters. And guess what? What? And Pete Alonso plays. That matters. Evan. He's not better than Evan. Aaron Judge. No one would make that argument, but I'm telling you he's more reliable than him. Tiki, as an athlete, am I wrong? When you're in free agency, should you not be paying a guy for what you think they're about to become as yes, opposed to what they did? of course. Okay. It's not so, for past performance. I, I think part of the best availability, or part of the, you know, whatever, the best ability you have is availability. Guess what? Playing all those games by Pete Alonso now, maybe the Mets and other teams will see too. That's also a sign he's probably not going to play that's, a lot that's of games. That's based on no years. evidence whatsoever. What do you mean? That's based on no evidence. We just went over the whole Dante no, DiVincenzo no, minutes thing. The more games that's you play, ridiculous. the more your body yeah. breaks it's down. It's not the same comparison. Pete Alonso's played every game basically every year, and now you've decided at 29 he's going to get hurt. Maybe he's just durable. Like, there's no evidence. Don't give me his body, don't give me his weight. Don't give me his stomach, and don't give me this cockamamie answer of, well, he plays all the time. He's due to get hurt. What There's zero stomach? evidence he's going to break down. What about zero. His, what about his stomach? He's got a little bit of a belly. Okay. He's got a strong back? Yeah. He's, he's like a, Mahomes. As long as he's got a strong back, the belly don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> I tell my wife that all the time. He's got a dad bod. He does. I'm not throwing with a dad bod, as long as your bat speed doesn't doesn't suffer. You guys ready for a little A-Rod controversy number three? Scratch your ass with this. October 28th, 2007, in the midst of Game 4 of the World Series, very close game in Game 4 between Boston and Colorado, all of a sudden, I'm sitting back, we're all sitting back, we're watching Red Sox-Rockies, we're having a damn good time. All of a sudden, in the midst of a close game during the World Series on a World Series broadcast, we hear this. There is big news brewing, and for that, we go down to the field and check in with Ken Rosenthal. Joe, I just spoke with Scott Boris, and he confirmed that Alex Rodriguez has decided to opt out of his contract with the Yankees. Boris said that Rodriguez made this decision today, and he made it because he's uncertain about the future composition of the Yankees. A-Rod needed to make this call within 10 days of the conclusion of the World Series. By then, he probably will not know if Jorge Posada is back, if Andy Pettit is back, if Mariano Rivera is back. He's also unsure about how the Yankees' ownership transition will play out. Boris said he's willing to continue negotiating with the Yankees, but the Yankees have been adamant that they will not negotiate with A-Rod if he opts out because now they will lose the $21 million they would receive from the Rangers over the final three years of his deal. 
All right, Kenny, thank you. That's big news. And again, as Ken just said, what? Celebrate Brian Cashman has been very Listen clear this, that if Alex Rodriguez opts out of his deal, they will not negotiate a contract to keep him in a Yankee uniform. So unless they go back on that <laughs> on the heels of this season, which was phenomenal during the regular season, with more postseason disappointment for the Yankees, 54 home runs, 156 RBIs, Rodriguez will be out in the open market. Yes. The, the best no. part about that is how the Yankees completely flip-flop. Right. Of course they did. All right, we will not talk to A-Rod if he does this. <laughs> yeah, we will not talk to the best player in baseball just won the MVP. How do you defend this? Alex Rodriguez well, opted out in the middle Evan, of the World Series. Evan, baseball was suffering. Baseball was stifling. Right. Are you aware through four games of that Rocky Red Sox World Series, that was the second lowest-rated World Series to date. Baseball <laughs> had no buzz in that World Series. We were over the Red Sox thing. It was their second one. And A-Rod opting out that night did a little something for baseball. <laughs> That's interesting. It saved it. It made it newsworthy in late October again. A-Rod saved baseball So A-Rod was thinking about baseball, not himself? Yeah. Yeah. I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you, too. he put Cashman in his place. Absolutely. Right? Something Yankee fans we should look back on and go, oh, yeah, he did do that. We all want Cashman fired. Look, A-Rod was the one guy we had in the team that did this. <laughs> that had the cojones to stand up yeah. to Cash. A-Rod put himself and looked and said, sometimes people are bigger than the game, and I am, and I'm going to save the game tonight. He did that. Right. Tiki, as a professional. Jeter didn't stand up to cash. No, he didn't. never did. Folded all the time. Well, first of all, <laughs> Alex Rodriguez took the World Series and he hijacked it. He needed to. Oh, stop. <laughs> You're going to join that argument? Look at the ratings. Proof was in a pudding. So do you think that that's what baseball should do for now on? That A-Rod actually taught us that, hey, to make a boring World Series more interesting, I, I, I we should have big opt-out decisions? I would be surprised if Major League Baseball called up Scott Boris and said, I know that you're planning on doing this. Can you just drop it right now? You guys, you guys are no, nuts. He's right. He's right. And no, by the way, no, you're not right. And guess what? That's Major League Baseball, yeah, Major League Baseball went to Fox also recently and said, "World Series ratings kind of stink. You know what we need to do? We need to get a Rod on set." And they spied a Rod working <laughs> for a rival network. They made sure to put him on the TV set of the World Series. Right. Guys, man, you, Great point. A Rod's always been a World Series hero. He's a savior. <laughs> Just savior. You guys make fun of me. And two years later, a short two years later, yep. what happened? They win the World Series. Yep. I get it. You make fun of me for bending backwards to try to like defend myself or defend my point. That was some gymnastics right no, there. No, you, you, that you, was some very impressive you, gymnastics. You put, you put, I am flexible, bro. You put your hairy face on the pillow last night and said, I'm going to get these guys with these anti-A-Rod clips, and you're 0 for 3. Well, mm -hmm. no, no. What I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to go back and remind ourselves of all the many controversies of Alex Rodriguez. And we have a lot more throughout the day. We'll sprinkle it in throughout the day that some may say, wow, I totally forgot about that one. I mean, I think there's a few people that forgot about the opt-out. Opt-out, Rob. Like, oh, that one kind of slips your mind. Yeah. But he hijacked the Red Sox World Series. That's probably why you guys like it. Right. Because you yeah. took the attention away from Boston. But it was a very self-serving move to try to overshadow the World Series. And... The Yankees couldn't wait to go back on their work. Okay, did it work? Did it work for whom? The Yankees and A-Rod. It worked for a So the Yankee one's complicated. It, it, it worked. That's because they won the World Series yes. in two years? Yeah. It I don't worked. think they. I don't think they thought that when they were being sued by him a few years and later. It, and they put positive vibes in the New York area because his opt out catapulted the Giants to the 2007 Super Bowl run. Uh, is that true? Yeah, that fall, that all of a sudden, the Giants had started off zero and two. They were clicking a little bit. A Rod opts out in the World Series, and the Giants wake up as an organization and realize A Rod's opting out. Cashman's folding. This is our chance to seize the moment, and they take off. I give you credit. That's a creative one. Mm -hmm. The Giants got sparked by the A Rod opt out. You don't know that they didn't. <laughs> Let's go to Jose in Staten Island. What's going on, Jose? Hey, how you doing, Evan Tiki? How's everything? Oh, good, dude. What's Listen, up? I just got to mention this. Daryl Strawberry, Tom Seaver twice. Yep. Dwight Gooden. These are all the, the homegrown players. I'm not counting DeGrom because last year DeGrom said he didn't want to be here in New York. No, he never said that, but Which, okay, just move no, on. Well, he never well, said that. He yeah. never said that. He never said that. But okay, fine, whatever. But, yeah, again, well, either way you put it. These are players that we, as they, their careers went on, we always wondered how they would have been in New York. You have an opportunity. A few weeks ago, I said, might as well trade them when I spoke to you guys. Yeah. Now I'm saying if you want to keep them, I don't mind keeping them. But does he want to be here? Or, or do we have uh, another issue 
like uh, he wants to go and get the big contract like DeGrom did. All with right, that. now you've pushed me too mm-hmm. far, and Jose. I tried to let it go. I tried to let it go. I'm not letting this go anymore. Jacob DeGrom didn't want to leave. The Mets made him no offer that was even close to what he got from Texas. Now, if your answer is, well, the Mets were smart, fine. That's not my point. Let's stick to this. Masterclass, getting rid of a guy. That's fine. Maybe that was the intention. I think it was. But for Jose and others to continue to repeat this lie, like they just repeat it as if it's just true. Uh, Well, Jake didn't want to be here. No, the Mets didn't want him here under the terms of the contract that Texas was able to give him. Is that going to be the same BS we fall for with Pete Alonso? Is that what we're going to get? Because let me walk you through the same BS that Jose just peddled here on Sports Talk Radio, and I respect him. That's why I'm very polite in correcting him. Pete Alonso gets a stupid offer from the Anaheim Angels. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. $300 million, whatever it is. Are we going to come out and say, well, Pete didn't want to be here. He wanted to go to Southern California. Or no. are we going to admit the truth and say the Angels made an offer the Mets were unwilling to come close to? That Because that's your choice. Because it's been how many years now since DeGrom left, and yet people continue to peddle this lie that he didn't want to be here. The Mets didn't come close to offering him what he got in Texas. And by the way, that may be the same fate for Pete. I don't know, Tiki. Yeah. Maybe he ends up getting an offer that the Mets don't want to come close to. By and way. then what? People are going to call in and peddle the same BS? But the same, they're not mutually exclusive. Just because he got overpaid didn't mean that he also didn't want to be here. But we have no proof that he doesn't want to be here. When he's been asked about it, he said, that's not true. So unless you want to call him a liar, which you have a right to do, call call DeGrom a liar. That's I'm fine. Not, Go ahead. I'm not calling DeGrom a liar. Well, then, he, think... then you believe him, so stop saying it. How about that? I, Let's make I, a deal. I, I Either he's a liar or he wanted to be here. Go ahead. It's up to everybody out there because I'm getting sick and tired binary? of hearing this. It's binary? What does that mean? Explain that one to me like a, I'm two. A or B. I think it is A or B. Black yeah. or white. In this case, yes. I think a lot of areas are shades of gray. Mm. I don't think this one is. Could be. Could it also be the Mandela effect, where a lot of people just think he didn't want to be here, and now in our minds we've made it fact? Right. That, that's correct. That's what's going on. I think that's what it is, because Jose didn't, like, said it as if it was a fact. He, I, he didn't even, and then when you said, when did he say it? He goes, no, no, well, he, he must have said it. George Costanza. Yes. It's not a lie if you believe it. Correct. So if you continue to believe something and right. you say it over and over again and your friends continue to say the same mm-hmm. thing to you, you just assume, well, that's reality. It's not. And I don't want to fight this anymore. But the reason it bothers me is because I can see the same thing happening nine months from now. Yeah. Just be happy for him. He's a World Series champion now. Really? <laughs> Trying to push me over there? <laughs> More of your calls coming up at 877-337-6666. Francisco Lindor will be placed in the Tiki chair. That's when we listen to something Lindor said, and Tiki Barber will tell us what he actually meant. But when we come back, that's right, we've got some special guests for Anti-A-Rod Day. We got two individuals that may have been rivals with A-Rod. Two individuals that may not have liked A-Rod. I don't know. We'll ask them. Maybe one of those individuals decided, I'm going to drill Alex anytime I see him with a pitch. (laughs) Coming up, a couple of A-Rod rivals and more conversation with you, including a chat with Bad Tiki. He joins us in about an hour. On this wonderful occasion, Tiki, we have a couple of distinguished guests that will join us on the eve of A-Rod Day. A day that Sean has put together. I'm obviously showing you the other side on this wonderful Thursday. (laughs) And these two distinguished guests do an outstanding job. They're on TV. They're big TV stars on MLB Network, a show called Intentional Talk. And, of course, we're talking about Kevin Millar and Ryan Dempster. And I love Ryan Dempster. We'll get to that in a second. (laughs) Fellas, we really appreciate you joining us on this very special occasion. Thank you. I love Ryan Dempster also. What a great man. We live together. He does a great job cooking and cleaning. Very well dressed. <laughs> great quads. Wow. I know. And, yeah. and he's a good cook, too? Like, he cooks Unbelievable. well? Sneaky, healthy guy. Peanut I have to be, guys. I mean, i got to keep Kevin in shape. I understand. Uh, let me start with you, Ryan. Um, you're a hero of mine. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> no, because... I didn't. I, I'm intrigued why. 
I'll never forget. Him. I'll never forget that night in Boston when you looked square in the eye at Alex Rodriguez and said, "I'm gonna try to hit you, and I'm gonna try to hit you multiple times <laughs> until that baseball goes off your body and His you're dopey ass." Terrible. Yeah. It Take took a- three pitches and four pitches to hit him. <laughs> hey, first of all, it only took two. The other two, I figured, because what happened is if I threw it down in a way like I did later in the game, he hits it out of the ballpark. I'm sure that those things work. So. Um, but, yeah, it was, you know, hey, listen, man, we all go through times in life where we make choices. And uh, Alex got a lot of money, and he can afford beer the rest of his life. I want to make sure that he never had to pay for one in Boston, and I think it worked out. Oh, okay, good, because I was nervous as you were talking. Like, you don't regret that decision. Like, when you decided that day, I'm going to drill this SOB, you look back on it a decade later and say, that was awesome. I'll I, I do it again, again, and again, right? Be careful, Ryan. This could be a trap question. It's Continue not. on, please. um you know listen no i I don't regret a lot of things i you know there's choices that i've made that weren't always the best but at the end of the day in the moment i I was making that decision on what i thought was the right thing to do and and actually to be really honestly and truthfully before any of the you know the stuff had come out with the allegations and suspensions and all that I was having a beer with my brothers in the backyard at my parents' place around Christmas time. My brothers and I signed with the Red Sox. He goes, "Dude, you should hit a rod first time at, at Fenway." And, and and then they actually were in the stands for my brother's bachelor party. It could have been more serendipitous or whatever you want to call it. It was all meant to be. Oh, wow. nice, Ryan. How much did Major League Baseball fine you? Uh, I, I got a, a fine. The standard fine, I think, was twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, which, dude, that's uh, worth it. Oh, I think it got lost it. in the mail somewhere. <laughs> but I did get. I, I will argue, I got the best paid five day vacation ever because a lot of people don't know this. I went when we went to San Francisco afterwards. Um, I walked in the office on the Tuesday, and John Farrell said, "You're suspended." And I said, "For hitting the suspended guy? That's weird." <laughs> and. And so then I left. I said, well, I'm going to throw a bullpen and I'll leave, and then it can't be made into a big of a story. And, and it really worked. I, I, I went to Big Sur camping with my wife. I went to Malibu and stayed at Chelios' place. And, Subtle and brag, out. guys. Subtle brag. Right. These wealthy people go great. to Malibu it was with Chelios. Right. Dude, talk about opportunist. But yeah. Real quick, you hear what he said? He goes, hey, I got a five-day vacation. Did you notice the starting pitchers get that every day? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what he's saying. It's different. It's different if he's playing shortstop or third base. He can't be in that life. Did every you, four days, bring the golf club, guys. Not a, not a bad life. Did you ever think for a second he would charge them out, or did you already see it in his eyes? He, you know, he don't want any part of me. Yeah, I, honestly, like, I, I, yeah, I didn't think anybody wanted to come out there. But, hey, listen, you know, like, I, I just thought, you know, and the the funny part was it actually hit the elbow guard. Right. Please tell the Michael Tucker story. They don't build fences out here on the mound. That's what Ryan really wanted to say. They don't build fences around the mound. If you want to come, come on. <laughs> oh, I love it. Kevin. Uh, that was it. You know what? And, listen, uh, the best, two we won the World Series. It, Poppy was mad. You know, they're good friends, obviously, and, and, and buddies, and he felt like he might get hit, but – I did, I'd ask David to go down in the tunnel and have a little conversation and just say, hey, everything's going to be all right. And we went on to win a World Series. So wow. all in all, it was it was a great way to kind of cap a, a magical season there. Yeah. Can I tell you both of this? And Alice has got a plane, and we're doing the World Series together these days, you know, as, as, as TV guys. So I just tell Ryan and Alice, let's mentor and make up, and we'll just – We'll take the next uh, trip on Alex's plane. <laughs> right, right. So, so I'd I like mean, to buffer him. So I, that brings up what, what I was going to ask you, Kevin. It feels like now all this feels, I don't want to say childish, but it's like it's just stuff you do when you're playing. And it doesn't mean it doesn't last. It doesn't like you have this this intense hate for Alex Rodriguez. And hell, you used to joke with him about J, uh, J-Lo. So, like, what's the relationship now? I mean, I, I have a relationship with Alex because obviously, you know, playing against him in the minor leagues and – and it, it, it's hilarious. Like I said, Clemens is throwing balls at my face. We, Clemens and I golf at these golf tournaments. I mean, it, we do nesting together. So, like you said, in the moment, part of competition and the way and the and the basically the era that we played in, you policed yourselves. Yeah. Seriously. Like if you want to do a backflip, if I want to take Clemens deep and do a backflip, I mean, even though I can't do a backflip, by <laughs> me, just be honest. But. That's the way it was. You get you got thrown out the face. Like Pedro Martinez would throw at your face if he felt you're disrespecting the game. Clemens or whoever it was. That's part of this game at that era that you policed yourself. And now you know you're allowed to do backflips and you know let the kids play, which is fun too. Different world. We're talking to Kevin Millar and Ryan Dempster. Let me ask you this because we haven't discussed this moment yet, but it's one of A. Rod's most infamous moments when he slapped the glove of Bronson Arroyo. 
I don't. You were off the field by that point, right, Kevin? Because I think they replaced you for defense. They so, do. Sounds about, about right. the third or fourth inning. I was out of there. He's a two at bat guy, you know, and got two at bats and then defensive replacements. Right. They got the leads. They go flying down the right field line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Funny. What did you, sitting in the dugout when you saw that play? Because I remember watching on TV, thinking, "What the hell just happened? Did he slap his glove? What did you see from your vantage point on that infamous play?" The great thing about that, though, honestly, God, the umpires did an amazing job. We saw what you guys saw. Uh, live, and so now you're hoping before the replay scene, because Mark Bellhorn hit a home run that, that day also right. off of John Lieber in the left field that they called a double, and it hit a guy in the chest, and then they went back and got that play right, so there were a couple plays in that game, but the A-Rod play, yeah, he slapped the ball out of McCavish, Bronson Royal's hands, you know, they were involved in that situation, and we saw what you saw, but now, for them to get the play called right, mm-hmm. The thing that was silly, obviously, when Alex was going to second base with his hands up on his head, like, what? What? <laughs> now, Alex is very, 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 very high IQ baseball-wise. So it was just no replay. You were at the mercy of the umpires making the correct call, and they did a great job. Right. Do you give them credit for just for even attempting that? Because of what you just said. Like, credit? I'm being serious. Because if they don't catch it. Is this another trick question, guys? No, it's not. I'm just like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Oh, that's right. what I always heard. Well, he certainly applied to that, didn't he? <laughs> I'm talking about in the game. I <laughs> gotcha. So you want to know if Kevin Millar and yeah, Ryan Dempsey give him credit right. for slapping the glove of Browns in a row? Nobody's ever done this before, right? I'll give him a lot of credit. He puts some great numbers. And he, was, he was humble. I don't give him credit for slapping the glove out of there. You know what I'm saying? Thank I, you. I, I got to be honest with you. Okay. I, I got, yep, I'll put a bow on that one. Just making sure you keep it everywhere. So how long have you two lived together? I'm curious. Uh, since 1999. Wow. 2000. 2000 was our first time living together. Um, it feels a lot longer, Ryan. I don't know why. I feel like it, we've lived together a long time. And yeah, still I've do. seen I've seen his body come and go and change a lot over the years. Um, we've watched our kids grow together. It's It's been quite a relationship. I've got a bad really body, has- boys. I'll be honest with you, i got back hair, and it comes underneath the lat area. I, I can't stand that, so that's probably what he's talking about, that's just bad funny. back hair. And then so- now they have the opportunity, again, to, to work with him, you know, doing the show IT. It all came kind of together at – Last year at the winter meetings um, in San Diego, and he just threw it out there like, hey, too bad you couldn't do some IT. I'm like, well, maybe I can, and, and then we just have had a blast. I mean, I come to work, I laugh every day, as you can tell, being around Kevin. We get to talk baseball, we get to laugh, get to be real, bring on guests. And that's how we were when we were playing together. I mean, this guy was the epitome of being relaxed. He always kept everybody in the locker room relaxed, even when we were rookies and we shouldn't have been that relaxed. He made sure we had fun, and it's never changed, not from day one since I've known him, way back when he was with the Portland Sea Dogs Eastern League MVP back in 1997. Oh, they're embarrassing me, Ryan. They almost got me out that year. This is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. uh, Evan has back hair as well. Oh, yes. I'm a hairy man, that's (laughs) for sure. I I do not have back hair. Look, Evan. (laughs) So, so Kevin, Alex had... I don't know. He he comes he comes to New York. Obviously, as a Yankee, he's a big bitter rival of the Red Sox, and it seemed like you guys took joy in saying, "Well, he's not Derek Jeter." What was the point behind that? Just to well, like the needle him. I just answered this question. Now, I don't know if you guys recall. Remember, Alex Rodriguez met with ownership with the Boston Red Sox, was going to Boston, yep, yep. and Nomar was going to be traded. And then Dan Patrick asked me who's going to throw the ball across the field. Uh, you know, coming open day, and I said Alex Rodriguez because I thought that. Well, then, then obviously, no more got mad at me for a while, and I'm not sitting here going, "Well, I, I, I thought you were getting traded. Uh, a Rod's coming to Boston. Well, then he ends up in New York, and then you're like, "Wow, you didn't realize, obviously, back in '03, '04, and '05, that rivalry was just it started and got heated and got awesome. Yeah. Now, you only boo if you noticed. You've never like." booed the average players. The guys that get booed are your great players. I've seen Derek Jeter get booed. It was like booing Santa Claus when he was over 30 <laughs> in Yankee Stadium. Well, Alex now comes with, you know, some stuff with him, right? Like, let's, I mean, be honest, the numbers, unbelievable. Un- probably the, you know, be- best shortstop numbers we've seen since he was an 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kid coming up. You know, first $100 million contract and all of the stuff. Now you're going to have a lightning rod on your back, period, end of story. It's Jeter's team. Mm. Now he's got a constant, probably a little insecurity trying to match Jeter. But at the end of the day, it's number two's team. He's the captain. He's won World Series championships. And so Alex comes into a situation, just be a part of that group. But obviously on our side, we're like, yeah, they've got it. That lineup, Matsui, A-Rod, Jeter, Bernie, you know, Posada, uh, Sheffield, Jambi, 
Like it's 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 a different Yankee lineup. It, that it's that Yankee lineup. They were the best I've seen and gave you at bats one through nine. So obviously now he just adds fuel to the fire. No doubt about it. Intentional talk is the show to check these guys out. They do a great job. Sierra Santos does it with them. MLB Network's got spring training games starting on the twenty fourth, which I'm pumped up about. And we very much appreciate you joining us for a few minutes. Thank you, Kevin Millar. Thank you, Ryan Dempster. Absolutely, you guys. you guys got it. When I hear Kevin talk for that long winded, I know he gets hungry, guys. So I'm going to go make him a meal right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Love it. Thank you, folks. Back here. Indeed. See ya. There it is. Some distinguished guests. <laughs> Ryan Dempster, who tried to drill him a hundred times. See? Here's the thing, Sean. He tried to get, like, hate from these guests, and that didn't feel like hate. That you, felt like levity. Of course. That felt like is that really cel- what you took that out of that? felt like a celebration. I did. You know what it takes? And it's just like what tomorrow's going to be. Tomorrow is the definition of time heals all wounds. That and is I think correct. that Kevin Millar and Ryan Dempster are proof of that. Well, we talked about a moment uh, with both Kevin Millar and Ryan Dempster. So why don't we listen to that moment? <laughs> October 19th. 2004, also known as the Bloody Sock Game, Game 6 of the American League Championship Series between the Yankees and the Red Sox. A-Rod's running towards first base, and he decides to do something awkward with Brunson Arroyo's glove. Saw A-Rod swipe it out of the glove no, no, of Arroyo. That, I think he's out. He should be out. Yeah. Because that is clearly, as Arroyo puts the ball oh, in the yeah. glove, the left arm came down. No. And they're going to call him out. out. They got the call right again, and they're going to bring Jeter all the way back to first base. And this umpire crew, as this fan base for the Yankees throwing baseballs onto the field, this umpiring crew... This place is dangerous now. They're going to have to call the players off the field. A-Rod almost incited a riot at Yankee Stadium. How the hell do you defend that? Well, the fans almost incited a riot. Yeah, well, I don't look. The fans should never throw any on the field, but it's understandable why they were angry. We have seen a revolution in sports, the shift in baseball that's since been banned, the runner on second base. Heck, in football, we've seen the tush push. A-Rod was trying to be a baseball innovator that night (laughs) in swiping the ball out of the glove. And frankly, it worked, and the umpires were caught with their pants down. They didn't know what to do, and that's why the fans were angry. (laughs) A-Rod was basically, you know, an inventor that night. He was an inventor that night. I don't know if he was, like, trying to slap the ball out of the glove. I think he was just like, get your hand away from me. Tiki. And and did you see Derek Jeter's reaction? Derek Jeter is, like, enthusiastic. Like, Yes! Yes, rounded third coming in the score. Well, I don't blame Jeter. <laughs> Jeter, Jeter just thinks he scored. A-Rod knows what he did, and Malorn nailed it. He gets to second base, and he puts his hands on his head like he's surprised when he takes the call. He slapped the no. glove of him. You have cried for a long time about Piazza having the bat come nowhere near him. Yes. In that situation, A-Rod's also looking to have the ball not hit him and, and flailed away. Yeah. Piazza would have like done the same thing in that spot. Someone putting a glove towards your head. He's like, get your head away. He's head away from me. Protecting himself. Come what on. Are we nuts if that's that was just a instinctual. Fight or flight. He's not running away. He's all fighting, right. man. All right. All right. All right. We're going to use a dirty one now because we are a little bit behind, and I want to get to all 13 controversies. You're for four, so. so I have another one. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. And this is a very, very tough one because now we get to pit the two warriors against each other. Mm-hmm. Now we take the two icons, and they go mano y mano. Right, As right. you may recall, it was August 17th, 2006. And it was just a pop-up, but was it? Popped up. Third base side. <laughs> A-Rod and Jeter. And who's going to get it? They drop it. Oh, man. <laughs> this is uh, this is an amnesia game. For they want to forget they played this one. Well, obviously, neither one heard the other. Jeter shading his eyes. Ooh. What else could go wrong? What else could go wrong? The other thing that went wrong, and this you can't deny, Derek Jeter then proceeded to give Alex Rodriguez what we like to call the death stare. <laughs> the stare of, what are you doing? Yeah, and wow. that's when the tension between the most iconic Yankee of our lifetime, the great Derek Jeter. 
I can't believe I got to do that. The most iconic Yankee of our lifetime, the great Derek Cheater, looked over at Alex and said, "What are you? What the hell's wrong with you?" Uh, All right, so yeah, you go first. I, I'm just, I'm just looking at this. Yes, I'm just like I'm being an an IBO right now. An independent baseball observer. Tiki was in training camp while this was going on. Yeah, so I he was very I did busy. Not see this at all <laughs> for his final season in the NFL. It yeah. was my final season in the NFL. So Alex Rodriguez, who has already shifted towards short, Derek Jeter is over, almost not behind second base, but he's shaded towards second. So Alex takes three steps, two steps, three steps. He's right under the baseball, right Are, under it. You're gonna blame Jeter. I'm just, I'm just, I'm evaluating. Oh what did Tiki, I say? I read. said independent baseball oh. observer right now. A Rod barely moves. A Rod stands barely moves. Position. He's standing still for at least two seconds, and Derek Jeter is still on the move. He's moving yeah. as he's trying to catch this ball. It's a tough and look for look, Jeter. I, I stopped playing baseball when I was a kid because I wanted to run indoor track and I just couldn't hit. I sucked. Right, I get on base. I was fast. I'd be on third, but I couldn't hit, so I stopped. But I kind of think that the rule goes: if you're there first, it's your ball. No, if you're yeah. the shortstop, it's okay. your ball. If you're the shortstop and you're shaded towards second, and it's a pop fly right where Alex Rodriguez is stationed as the third baseman. You just let him have no, it. No, if the shortstop calls you off, get the hell out of the way. Tiki, does you... he call him off? Hold on. Is Tiki. he is he is he saying something? Tiki, you are words. Tiki. You were a running back. If you went out on a screen pass and Charles Way bumped into you, you're not going to give Charles the business. You're the running back. Cheater's the shortstop. That's his ball. No. Center fielder, shortstop, catcher. Uh, a Rod, if he was playing short as the better, you know, shortstop he was oh, defensively in his God. career, <laughs> he would have let the he would have let Russ Davis catch that oh. ball at their base in Seattle. It just look, and I love Jeets. Jeets wasn't Jeets. the perfect athlete. Um, Jeter's an icon in that spot. He didn't trust A-Rod. He should have. A-Rod was there. Just remember this. Jeter took 12 steps. A-Rod yeah. took three. But Tiki, exactly. Tiki, Sean. It's, it's absurd. You guys have to One, remember. Two, three. It's not. Maybe four. Okay. Three in a shuffle. It's not about the steps. It's it not is. about. No, here's what it's about. The captain of the New York Yankees looked at you as if you took his dog away from him. He looked at you as if you slept with his girlfriend. Probably and did. And I'm sorry. Well, probably did. And I'm sorry. Derek Jeter's always going to be right. And so nope. when Jeter gives you the death stare in front of 45,000 mm -hmm. people on a beautiful afternoon in the summer, <laughs> you give him the benefit of the doubt, not A-Rod. Make no mistake, that was Derek Jeter's infield, nope. not A-Rod's. By the way, there will be follow-up to this play and this you know, shortstop third baseman dynamic tomorrow as we celebrate A-Rod. Mm -hmm. But just know this, Derek Jeter admittedly Really struggled with the idea of why somebody like that who was such a good shortstop would go over and play third base. The least he could do, in hindsight, looking back, is let the man just feel this position. And Jeter was refusing to do that. Let us go to Ralph in East Islip. Good afternoon, Ralph. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. So, if the Mets uh, extend Alonzo, can the Knicks win the championship? <laughs> what? Well, hold on. we got to connect the two things. Right. If the Mets do what with Alonzo? So I've, I've, I've been on hold for a while. Oh, I, ap so my, my point, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> so that was your said, attempt at a joke to make fun of the fact that we've made you wait on hold uh, for three days. All right. I'll, I'll give it to you. It wasn't that good. Sorry, man. I apologize. It's all right. It's all right. All so right. you guys are both right in that I, the Mets have to extend Alonzo. But Tiki's right, too, is that the man from Milwaukee has to evaluate what this team is. The man from Milwaukee. You got, you got, you got two guys that are free agents right now that are represented by Boris, mm -hmm. one of which just won a Cy Young. Yes. And he's overvaluing what their worth is because no team has stepped up to give them that contract that they're looking for, which is in that $250 million range. Now, I'm willing to pay Alonzo that money. I really am. Okay. But I think to do his due diligence, he, he's got to he's got to see where those two guys go. I don't That's think. But, well, but hold on, I because Tiki's made this point, and I just don't fully understand it. the go idea ahead. that I'll re-explain. You got to give David Stern's time. I'm sorry, the man from Milwaukee time. Mm -hmm. To evaluate what he's got. The man right? from Milwaukee. Well, he doesn't need time to evaluate Pete Alonzo. But Nobody he needs time. time. I don't even know what he is, okay. dude. Is is Pete Alonzo the only reason that the Mets win? 
No, and he's also not the reason they lose. I, 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 I didn't ask that. I said, is he <laughs> the only reason that the Mets win? No. The answer is no. No. Right. You need a starting rotation. You need a bullpen. Yeah. You need bats around. You need good fielding. You need not a liability in certain places. And David Stearns kind of knows this just from being baseball aware. But he doesn't know it intimately because he hasn't been here. Right. He hasn't seen these guys. And so his job is to evaluate this team and to put it in the best possible position to compete and potentially win a championship for Steve Cohen. Is that going to cost him some money over time? Of course. But in the short term, he's evaluating. He's evaluating who they really need, how much they're going to pay, and a lot to each of those pieces that they really need. And you have to give him time to do that. And Scott Boris... Uh, becoming Pete Alonzo's agent right when this moment, this inflection point, this change in philosophies is happening for Steve Cohen is not ideal because Scott Boris is myopic. He doesn't give a crap about David Stearns' ultimate job. He cares about his client and his client only and how much of his percentage is going to go into his bank account. That's what that's what Scott Boris. So there's a short-term disconnect between what the organization wants and needs and is doing and what this star player who is invaluable from your estimation to the Mets, what he wants. There's, it's a disconnect. There's ships passing in the night right now. Will they eventually collide? Sure, but not right now. And that's all I'm saying, right? You have to give this time. And yes, is it a risk? Of course, because you could lose him in free agency. But you would be doing David Stearns a disservice by not letting him do his job that he was hired to do. More on why everything Tiki just said is dead wrong, and I'll explain why. And, of course, your calls at 877-337-6666. Bad Tiki's coming up at 4.30. And when we come back, Francisco Lindor said something this morning that we're going to put in the Tiki chair. Tiki <laughs> likes to evaluate what someone says and what they actually meant. What did Francisco Lindor actually mean when he talked about this Met team? We'll hear what Tiki has to say coming up next. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.